Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Super Personal Podcast. This is our mini-series called Facing Fatherhood. Hey, Mark, I'll go ahead and turn it over to you. All right, so we're, we're going to talk to our soon-to-be father here. <laughs> How you feeling, man? I feel good. I feel good. I feel ready. Mm-hmm. I feel anxious, yeah. worried. Um, emotional, emotional, mm-hmm. a lot more emotional. Um, also, I've just been thinking a lot. I find myself right. just thinking Getting and reflecting, thoughts. and mm-hmm. just kind of preparing myself right. for what's to come because I know it's it's coming and it's a predictable, you know, coming. You know, we have a, a due date of September first, right? And so I have you know the date in my mind, and there's you know things we have to do to get ready. And I'm constantly, you know, me and Sam are constantly having conversations. Okay, what do we need to do next? What do we need to do next? Right. Some of that's, you know, involving um, making sure we have all the supplies and things we need like cribs and walkers and playpens and toys and clothes, um, which thankfully is going to get hopefully taken care of with this baby shower. Right, right. Uh, So we're planning on doing a baby shower, so we had to plan that. Um, and our work is doing one for us too. So that's, oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They have, they have announced it yet though. They haven't announced it yet, but they're planning for, um, early August. Okay. So that gives everybody time to get stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Like, I feel like I'm going to go off into the deep end of, you know, there being a lot more happiness, like the possibility of a lot more happiness in my life. Right. But then also on the flip side, you know, a possibility of a lot more, you know, heartbreak and frustration and. Well, I mean, you know, it, all that kind of stuff too. So it's like it goes both ways. Yeah, through naturally Christian, you're gonna have the ebb and flows of stuff, and and right now you're working with your partner, your best your best friend. Yeah, and and she's your partner through all this. Thank goodness. Yes, because you know, just talking to her a few minutes ago, you could see how prepared she is, mm-hmm. and she's a strong person. She she, she projects that, mm-hmm. you know. And then with you guys together, it's like you know, Batman and Robin, and mm-hmm. and, and uh, she's your partner. Yeah, I'm. So, so thankful for Sam because mm-hmm. she like she's like the yin to my yang. There you go. Like That's she's the best way to say strength it. where I'm weak, and I'm strong where she's weak, and we kind of keep each other in check, mm-hmm. and we challenge each other, right. which is what you know something I was really looking for in a partner, right? Um, so yeah, she's everything that I was looking for, and then some. Right. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. and then some. Right. So I think I I. Just got really lucky. But what we call it, we call it you scored, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you Thank definitely goodness. scored. Definitely scored. Yeah. Um, so did you is this something that you you thought you would be at in your life? Or is this something that it kind of I know it was kind of planned somewhat, mm-hmm. but it, it did you did it kind of blindside you when it actually happened? Like, oh crap, this really did happen. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, I mean, we had, we were both, well, I'll say I was more vocal about always wanting to have children. Okay. At some point in my life. Like, I just knew coming from a big family and growing up with, you know, two other brothers and two other sisters, uh-huh. like, that's just something that I I don't know anything but. So the thought of me, like, not, you know, having kids and everything was, like, never really a thought in my mind. Like, I always knew that I was going to have children. I just didn't know what the circumstances were going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, once you get into a relationship, um, it's not just about what you want. It's not just about what you envision for your life. 
you know, you're kind of, when you commit to somebody else, you're committing to their dreams and their things too. And, right. And up until, you know, maybe like five years ago, um, Samantha really wasn't really vocal about wanting to have kids. She would be like, yeah, kind of like whatever you want or, um, you know, when, when we get a little bit older, when I'm ready kind of thing. But she wasn't right then and there, like early in her life. Right. Well, she's, my my impression of her is that she's hard charged career woman. Like she, not over the top, but you, your wife's an engineer. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, Right. has that mentality to be organized or that ability to be very organized mm-hmm. and um, very businesslike. So it, it, not that it, everything has to be structured in her life, but I, I think um, if to be the ultimate partner, she is that person mm-hmm. because of her skill set, you right. know, and you guys, and, and you're the same. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you guys are the same. You're just as hard pressed and hard charged as she is. Mm-hmm. That's why you guys connected so well, mm-hmm. and it's gonna work because even though you say they're yin and yang, and you have the weak spot, mm-hmm. and she has a weak spot, mm-hmm. but you guys are both strong, right? You know, mm-hmm. you may think it's a weak spot, but in reality, you both are strong, mm-hmm. and you guys are connecting. Mm-hmm. And when it's together, it explodes, and it's that that energy that you both mm-hmm. put out. That's why you guys are together. You yeah. Know? Um, so flash forward to maybe maybe two or three years ago uh-huh. now. Um, then I actually did see a difference. Okay, where like she was she was being more vocal. She was, um, you know, admitting at least that you know this was something that she wanted. Right. Because um, she knew I, I was putting out there pretty heavily that that was something that I wanted. Right. So I've been you know and she's seen your family. She's yeah she, she she's seen know. my family. My family. Right. Pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just come from a big family. Uh, we just come from different backgrounds, though. So I know that um, my family life was a lot different than her family life. And, you know, while I really loved being a kid, you know, she didn't really have um, be- maybe like the best childhood ever mm-hmm. in her own eyes, as far as what she's told me. Um, but she's learned to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And she's learned to appreciate her parents mm-hmm. and learned to appreciate a lot of things uh, like her, her siblings and everything. Um, but at the same time, you know, as, especially like once we got married and then especially after that, there was a time when it was like, okay, it's time. Like, right. you know, we're not going to get any more ready than, than we are now. Right. So, you know, we started trying, but then it was like a couple months before we even got pregnant. So okay. it was more of like a, like, honestly, like my first my first feeling when when I found out was just relief. Oh, okay, gotcha. It was more of just like, oh, okay, yes. like there's not something wrong with me right. or or her or us, right? And you know things are working and and we can have kids because that was that's like a real a real thing that a lot of people have to come to terms with with yeah. just the limitations of their own body. Yes, that is that's very true. I I had my stand or my I had my time I had my battles with that when I you know when I was trying to. Uh, be married. <laughs> I can say it. I, I can't run from it. I was trying to be married at some point. And, um, but yeah, it, it can be trying for people who really want to have kids and they can't. And, and it can be, um, a crazy time. Yeah. Sam's, uh, she works with, um, several coworkers who had issues and she would tell me the stories about, you know, you know, the rounds and rounds of IVF, mm-hmm. of, I think it's IVF. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, 
you know, it's t lots of money being spent to try to force things thousands to work. Of dollars, yeah. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, holy moly. Like, that was like a whole world I didn't even know anything about. Mm -hmm. I had no idea about anything like that. So just learning about that stuff, and I was like, wow, this is, you know, really like a blessing that everything is just working. Right. So it was just such a relief to like find out like, hey, we're going to have a baby. And, you know, it's, it's, and it's just kind of like something I felt like I was ready for. I'm just in a place in my life where I'm just ready to, you know, really just settle down and just take things a little bit slower mm -hmm. um, and just raise a kid. You know, do do it. you feel like you're centered right now? Like you're at peace with it all? Well, or are you still... I mean, I'm, I'm at peace with, with the fact that I'm going to have a kid. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm loving that. That's like, I'm really excited about it. I'm really optimistic about the future and you know, my child and like okay. how much fun we're going to have. And like, I'm thinking about all the good stuff. I know there's some bad stuff that's going to come in there mm -hmm. and I haven't really dwelt on it too much. I haven't really worried about it because I'm just kind of taking the mindset of, you know, I'll kind of deal with it when it comes because mm -hmm. I don't want to just be one of those people that just worries about everything. Right. Um, I think we do, we spend a lot of time worrying about things and wasting our energies worrying when, you know, half the time that thing that you were worrying about doesn't even come true. Right. Right. So it's like, I don't even want to waste my energy worrying. Right. Thinking positive is always the best way to go, um, especially with, with um, something that's been so joyous for you guys. And, and it's, it's a blessing to have a child mm -hmm. and um, especially a little girl. You know, you, you have that. Uh, not that boys are less than it's just little girls are different. They're different with their fathers. And and um, you have two ladies in the house. Yeah, you know, and the love for the love that you have for your wife is gonna be different from mm -hmm. the love you have for your child. And that's what I'm like. I I, <laughs> I just can't, I can't quite picture what like. Well, I can quite picture it. Mm -hmm. What unconditional love is because like my, my I think my parents have shown me unconditional right. love, but I only know it from like a receiving end. Right. Like I don't know it from like a giving end. Right. Because even though like I love Sam with all my heart. Right. Yeah, I could think of some situations that would make that turn away. Right. Like I could think of some situations. So like. It, I would say it's unconditional love, but it's like a forced unconditional love. Right. Because your child, you can't turn it, you're not going to be able to turn it off. Because right. you brought them in this world. Because they're like right? literally part of me. Right. Literally. Like <laughs> literally part of me. <laughs> so it's like you can't turn yourself away. Right. You can't. And, and I think that's, most people struggle with that, with their children. Because when they get mm -hmm. a certain age, they have to leave the nest. Right. And, you know, fathers struggle with that with little girls, especially little girls. And I guess I kind of take it back. Like mm -hmm. I think, I think the love for my wife my wife is unconditional, but now it's even stronger because right. now we're going to be doing something together. Like there's no better way to like build trust and, and well, and deep connections through mm -hmm. do, like going through something crazy together. Right. And I can't think of anything crazier than having a kid together. Well, typically people, typically people say that they, they're even more in love with that person, mm -hmm. their partner. Right. Right. They, they, it just, it's a different level of love. Well, and the fact that the kid is a very, like, it's a manifestation of, like, mm -hmm. our love. Like, exactly. It has a face. <laughs> it has a name. Uh, well, that's a good name. You call her love. There you go. <laughs> she's crawling over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. She needs a diaper change. But then when you guys get in an argument, you look at the kid and go, damn it. <laughs> right. Right. So, 
Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to come. Right. There's a lot to come. Well, I think the fun the fun part of it is when the kid's going to have your mannerisms, right? You're mm-hmm. going to, oh, that's Sam. Oh, that's Will. You like, you know. That's going to be scary. Yeah, and then they have your eyes, your nose, you know, and, and it goes on further than I that. just hope this little girl has Sam's eyes because <laughs> Sam has the best eyes. <laughs> She's going to probably have the best features from both of you guys, so that's typically how it usually works. I hope so. Yeah. So, I mean, the planning and, and the Putting together of everything, you know, it can be mundane as you go towards the end game of this all. And, and uh, you know, you, you have a good career. Your wife has a good career. Um, I know that could be stressful, too, because you're like, okay. And that, we're actually going through this during a pandemic right now. And um, with, you know, with the quarantine, um, you're, you're one of millions that are, are having a child. Mm-hmm. During the pandemic, how, how do you feel about that? Is that does that? I know it's on your mind. Yeah, I mean it can't not be on my mind. There's right, so, there's so much going on in the world today, especially with all the unrest and mm-hmm. everything else that's going on as well. It's it's definitely a turbulent time. I just think it's a time for there's a lot of change that's going on or getting mm-hmm. ready to take place. Right, and you know some of it is needed and some of it is you know kind of a wake up call. Right, um, like a pressure test. Right. And it's kind of like, well, what's humanity going to do kind of thing. Right. So it's it's scary. It's scary because there's a whole lot of negativity that's being put out there by the media. Mm-hmm. And it's hard not to, you know, tune in as much as I don't really watch all of, you know, the news and everything, the, the commercial media and everything like that. I right. try I try to stick, steer clear from it. But, you know, you catch yourself tuning into those programmings and... Mm-hmm. You know, it scares you. It right. really does scare you because well, it's, kinda, it's, right. it's, um, it's one of those things where they're just telling you all the scariest parts about what's coming, but they don't give you any solutions. Right. Well, the, it, a lot of that, a lot of the, the media has, uh, um, depending on what uh, form of media you're watching or what platform or what station that you're listening to, have their own agendas. You know, and they, they try to say that they're pure and they, they're not influenced, but the majority of them have their own agenda, you know, and, and, you know, what you guys are going through right now is you're trying to start a family, but the world is still spinning, right? You're, you're trying to balance both, mm-hmm. right? You're trying to be ahead of the pandemic. Then you're also listening to all the unrest and you still have to, you are part of it, right? You can't mm-hmm. take yourself out of society. Right. You can't do that. So you're going to have to have a balance of, I got to raise this child mm-hmm. through all this crap that's going on. And I don't right. have a choice. You can't turn it off. Well, right? I feel I feel the people, the parents who already have children and they're, they're mm-hmm. old enough to, to ask questions. Right. Like they're young enough not to understand a lot of like what, what makes society and kind of what's been going on and what led us here. Like they don't understand all any of that. And those parents must have, be having a hell of a time just trying to explain to their children oh, yeah. like what's going on. Like, what do they tell them? Right. Like, that's one thing that scares me is like, am I going to be able to explain to my children, or at least to my daughter, like what's going on? Am I going to be able to be honest with them? Like, I don't know. Like, these are questions I, you know, think about, and I just don't have a good answer. Right. Right. You know, well, I try to just give them, maybe instill some good values in them and some ways to think, and then hopefully they're going to, you know, do good and and think for themselves and be good people. Right. Well, right now your child is at the pinnacle of, of, of history that's changing. Like history's going to change. Mm-hmm. She's right at, she's going to be born right when the history books 
is going to say it changed. Right. Right? Yep. So she's at a unique part of history, and it should be written as such in the history books. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then it's going gonna, it's gonna to show that from 100 years prior to this, we went through all this stuff. Your ancestors, your you know, your father's friends, like all the people that we're connected to, went through so much mm-hmm. to get to here. Then you were born when everything changed, and the good thing about that is, by the time she's like twenty, if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, like mm-hmm. evolve, mm-hmm. she won't have to go through the stuff that we went through. Right? You know, she won't have to fight that battle. Hopefully, she's. They've already cured cancer by the time she's 20. <laughs> and then she's trying to figure out how to to harness light to sell it to someone, you know, like right. to, to reinvent light, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And that may be way out, but, you know, there's mm-hmm. hopefully she can tackle something else. Right. Instead of worry about all this stuff that we should have took care of. Right. You know, and our parents fought for us to be, you mm-hmm. know, where we are. Mm-hmm. Our generation is dabbling in it now, mm-hmm. so it's up to us to make the change. And yeah. um, and your daughter's going to be the benefit of it. She's going to benefit for all that hard work, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 I think it being uncomfortable is a plus right now. And I think I I I, I admire anyone that's having a child right now. I think it's it's it's. It's got to be very hard to kind of put together that I'm having a child in the middle of all this drama. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's got to run your mind, went through your minds every day. Yeah, you know, it does. and it does. and the new normal is going to be different, mm-hmm. and your and your daughter's going to be born into the new normal. She's mm-hmm. going to be born into the way it used to be. Yeah, but I, I also like it's not relieving. I don't even know what the right word is, but like I see people doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I see, like I went into the donut shop and there was this mom with like three or four little kids behind her just getting them donuts. And I was like, man, there she is just like being a mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her circumstances are. Right. Um, but she's just in there getting donuts, just doing like being a good mom and just taking the kids out to get a treat, mm-hmm. an afternoon snack. And like she's doing it like, you know, there's people all over this world who are put in way less fortunate positions than I am. Right. Like, I consider myself really, really lucky to live the life that I live. Like, I have a job. Mm -hmm. I have a good woman that loves me. I have, I just recently purchased a home, and Mm -hmm. I'm getting to do and live some of the things that people just only dream of. Right. And, like, I got to leave my hometown and and study music, and, you know, I've done a lot of cool things. I've met a lot of cool people. Like, Like, I really have got to live, like, a really good life. Right. And you are living good life. I am, had, I am living a good life. <laughs> and so, you know, so part of me feels guilty. Like part of me feels guilty for living like like this good of a life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's 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 like there has to be something. Like there has to be some good that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like why I really like the idea of us doing this podcast. Okay. Is because like I need to use this privilege that I have for something good. Right. Like I have to, I have to do something good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not just going to benefit myself, right? And so, um, I think it's a huge one of my huge motivating factors of doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like that, that's one of my main life goals right now is I want to a successful podcast. I want to leave something behind that that there's value to because like some of the people that have influenced me, 
um, they're just huge benefactors of value. Mm -hmm. And just through my own readings and my own study, um, I've really come to appreciate a good value. Mm -hmm. And I want to pass it forward too. Like there's people that, that took their responsibility in this world and they, you know, lived their life and they lived in their circumstances wherever they were thrown. Right. And they lived out their life and they were still able to like leave something behind that was like good for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I'd just like to do that too. Right. It's part of your legacy, you know, and, and I mean, you're, you're already contributing to, you're contributing to society right now with good energy and you're putting stuff out there about how you move, mm -hmm. you know, you're moving with good energy. You know, you're, you're, you're not, um, a person who is, a hustler, like you're not trying to get over on people and you move that way, you know, it's mm. pretty much you're being honest and, and, um, authentic and, uh, you know, when the podcast does give a lot of opportunity to get to know you, you know what I mean? It, you, mm -hmm. you get to speak upon what your, your way of life is and your ideology is, or, you know, mm -hmm. um, what motivates you and what moves you, um, but, you know, having a child um, is, is definitely um, a, a, a pivotal point in a direction that you were going, right? You already mm -hmm. planned out, like you and Sam put in the work mm -hmm. to get where you are now. This is another extension of that work, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's all coming into place like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. You know, it's coming together as a puzzle. And, you know, then the next thing's going to, before you know it, your kids graduating college, you know, it's like all that is how that's supposed to go. Like you said, you know, you can't worry about the negative stuff where you're going to have hiccups. You're going to go through waves and, 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 and see different things. And, and, um, you know, but that's, that's what, you, that's why you have a good. Well, that was episode one. I know there's a lot there and, and, and there's some things that you guys could pick up on. There's so much more in the, the next few episodes. You know, we felt documenting it, or I felt documenting it would be important. It's something that he could leave for his daughter. When she's older, she can reference back to these conversations and, and listen to the frame of mind that her father was in. And, and it's something that Will can reference back to to see his evolution as a father and, and where he landed. And we look forward to... Uh, getting feedback uh, from you guys. You can email us at superpersonalpodcast, uh, gmail.com, uh, Instagram, superpersonalpodcast, Twitter, superpersonalpc. Happy Father's Day, everyone.